Like some vegans don't even go as far as eating honey. Because of the bee. bees. Because honey is bees throw up. Right. But you know the fuck bees. <laughs> Welcome to the Perfect 10 Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm so excited to have back for a second episode my dear friend Felipe Esparza. What's up, fool? What's Perfect up, 10. Fool? What's up, fool, Felipe? What's up, fool? Good what? to be back. Do you have you always had that? Like I've, I've always known you to be like, what's up, fool? Where did you when did you start? That that's so you. That's just you. Yeah. People in my neighborhood always say that, like, hey, it means like hello, how are you? Or what's up? But um I called um, some girl one time at her house, and her brother answered the phone. And he goes, what's up, fool? Like, real mean. Like, mm. And I said, what's up, fool? And then he kept saying, what's up, fool? This kept going on for a long time. Can we do that just right now yeah. for fun? I want to do yeah. it. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? No, what's up, fool? What's up? No, I even said, what's up, fool? What's up, fool? Then I finally gave up. Call your fucking sister, fool. <laughs> Imagine my this fucking fool's on the phone for you. I could do that all day long. What's the <laughs> fool? I can't even do it good though. I sound so stupid doing it. You sound so good doing it. I sound so white and fool. I can't do it right. Fool. 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 I love it. Yeah, man. That's so good. So that came from the like your neighborhood growing the up. The neighborhood, yeah, Boyle Heights. You grew up in a tough area. Yeah, I grew up in Boyle Heights. It's in like it's in California. It's in um East LA, but we live close. Boyle Heights is closer to the bridge. So you go from Boyle Heights to like you're you're an LA vegan now. Yes. I mean that's so that's so not from where you grew up, right? No, man. Everybody in my neighborhood eats meat and pork. Right. I tell people I'm vegan, they don't believe me. You're fucking you fat. I probably know what that means even. What the fuck do you eat? <laughs> you're fucking vegan, bro? You're fucking fat. What the fuck do you eat? Crops? <laughs> I don't think nobody knows what a vegan is, man. Especially like at people like in Crackle Barrel. That place, man. Oh no, there's nothing, there's, no, there's nothing vegan. There's nothing fucking vegan at Cracker Barrel. I even the, even the cook tried to be nice to me. He said, "Man, yo, man, how about if I cut you some vegetables? I cut you up some fruit." And we'll, we'll try not to put any pork on top of it. Yeah, so he cut up the fruit. He gave me like a nice fruit bowl. That's all I had, and all the fruit tastes like onion. <laughs> he didn't he didn't clean the the knife that he cut onions earlier with. So uh, all the fruit tastes like onion. And I was going to tell him, hey, hey, bro, you know all the fruit tastes like onion? But he probably would have He probably would have told me, yo, man, is an onion vegan, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I was at a Cracker Barrel. I heard a story about a woman who had just had gastric bypass, and she went in there and had them blend her the chicken and dumplings so she could drink them. Yeah, it's hardcore, man. That's what this that's like you you had gastric bypass so you could liquefy you. Oh man. I've heard people doing that. I heard I've heard of people putting a shake in a blender with a big Mac and blending yeah. it and eating it. Yeah, that's sick. That's gross. You're really sick. Yeah. So you so you went vegan, which I, I'm always impressed by that hardcore of a decision because that means like no eggs, no milk, nothing, right? Nothing that had a mother or a father. And nothing that had a face. A face. How yeah. many years? Since um, 2011, I guess, four years. And you've had some horrible things in your body and put your body into some pretty horrible things. Is this like you're trying to make up for all those years of... <laughs> I've, had, I've, I've been in some fucked up shit, man. Right. When I was a kid, 
they were going to baptize my little brother. We're Catholic. He's three years old. He's already too late to be baptized, three years old. He's standing up during the baptism. Um, we were we went to this farm, like in Rosemead, California. You've been there, Casa Latina area. Okay. That room that Fly yeah. had. In that yeah. area, by the freeway, I guess somebody owned a ranch back then. And um, there was like two rednecks working there and a couple of Mexican polylegos. But they were all working. They all knew one language, kill animals. And... We're playing with these goats. See, I'm a little kid, man. I'm like 12. I'm thinking it's a petting zoo. So Aww. I'm petting these goats, right? I'm petting these goats. And then the Mexican guy and the white guy walk up behind those two goats and slice <gasps> their throats. Right in front of you. Right in front of me. And they slice the other guy, the other goat's throat. And, Aww. um, you know, cut back six, seven hours later, we are eating them goats. They were good too. How you're a little kid though to see Yeah, but something. I didn't I, I didn't know we were eating the pets, we were just petting. But it was funny because they just walked up to him, they didn't even say excuse me. And they just sliced their throats and mm. you hear like wee wee and then blood everywhere. Mm. And somebody bought a big pig for a party. They wanted the whole pig and they, they brought in a pig and I thought, how the fuck is gonna kill this pig? Man, that redneck guy Held the held the pig, and then this Mexican guy took his gun out and shot the pig in the forehead. <laughs> oh <laughs> I swear God. to God, I don't know if that is that kosher. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you saw this as a yes. That guy came, took out a forty-five white little white dude held onto the pig. Mexican guy shoots him in the forehead like like Pablo Escobar just slaughters him. They pick him up, the pig. They hang him by the hoofs. And then this this redneck guy, man, he must have been like a... He must have grew up with Puerto Ricans or something because <laughs> he could fucking hold a knife like a motherfucker. He just one slice. Ah! And all his guts fell off and it all fell in a bucket. And they put the bucket to the side. And next thing you know, man, that pig was cut up and ready to be sold at Vons in 30 minutes. Damn, and so this is one of the that would that would make me not want to eat meat ever again. So when I was having those hemorrhoid attacks during um, my low Atkins diet, I kept thinking about. Okay, that so you were doing pig. Atkins, and yeah. then so you're eating pretty much all meat all, all the time, meat. and then your asshole said, "Fuck this." So then I kept thinking about okay. those, that pig being shot in the forehead. I think maybe that's trying to come out of my ass right now. <laughs> the bullet is trying to come out of my ass. Finally. Uh, and then you're just like going no more. No more. So like, you went uh, from Adkins to no meat. No more. I'm like Roberto Duran. No mas, no mas, no mas. That's a really traumatic story. <laughs> Couldn't believe that, man. So it, it was traumatized me still. It was for health then that you did it because of the hemorrhoid and also for the for health, yeah. For the animal. Like yeah. you just feel sensitive to I don't think I'm that sensitive because I think I'm I'm wearing um, leather suede shoes right now, so I wasn't like here that much. I got to let the brown on. Our guest today, or I guess I should say our segment, is this woman, Jessica Michelle Singleton. She's a comedian, really great comic, um, and she had to make a health choice. And uh, so she actually does the other end of it, and she's paleo. So more like Adkins, I think, is paleo. What's paleo? When you try and eat the way, I guess, primitive man, early man would she eat. She don't cook her food? No, I don't think it's raw. There's all these different things, right? There's yeah, the raw, raw diet. There's all these uh, names and different things. And I think 
I feel like paleo is closer to Atkinson that it's a lot of meat actually and things that you know like you can't find butter right so you wouldn't put butter on on a potato but you would eat the potato because you could find that as an early man right wow that's how I would describe it so so she does it out of so she's a lot of woolly mammoth she's well yeah if you could find it she would eat it <laughs> a lot of proteros triceratops <laughs> A lot of dodo birds eat. Triceratops steak. <laughs> I don't know. Was there, I know mammoths were around with early men. I don't. Were triceratops? No, that, that's that, way. That was earlier. But you know, like there were not dinosaurs, but like animals that walked around L.A. Like when you go to La Brea Tar Pits, you can see mammoths and like dire wolves. And, yeah. They were just like hanging out in Hollywood. Yeah. With headshots, doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> Going and... Hanging out of the clubs, trying to get stage time. We met with Jessica at a restaurant to eat paleo, but Jessica does this thing where she takes her pants off in public. So we did this thing called Pants Off Paleo. So check it out. <laughs> what does it mean, autoimmune paleo? I have like a, some type of autoimmune disease, uh, which is in the process of being diagnosed. I have like two different diagnoses, and I'm just trying to get like clarity. But like, it's just more strict. And basically, what it is, it's just eliminating a lot of foods. Uh, it's super strict for the first 30 days when you get back into it because it's trying to find like food triggers basically what it is so it's like paleo but with like no nuts um, you cut out like I can't have peppers or tomatoes it's like I'm supposed to cut out like a lot of oils and stuff I mean I cheat a lot when I'm like when I'm out to eat I sometimes just like I give up because it's so hard so right? I cook Felipe, mostly like when you make a decision like you have to be vegan it's it's got to be really hard like when you're on the road like you said you can't go to Cracker Barrel you can't just find good vegan food well I mean it's probably gotten better over the years but how is that hard for you yeah man like sometimes like the only place that could actually eat without having a problem is Taco Bell because you could have bean burrito with a tortilla, and that's it. A bean burrito. So Taco Bell's a good place to be vegan? Yes. Interesting. Bean burrito, which was guacamole, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, there no be- cheese. Aren't beans usually cooked in pork pork fat? Not a, not a Taco Bell. I, I used to work at Taco Bell, so I know how those beans look when they show up. The beans at Taco Bell looks like cat food. <laughs> then they add a bunch of hot water, and then it just starts forming into beans. The taco meat also, the the ground beef, same thing. Everything else is cooked, but the ground beef, I'll tell you right now that it comes in in a paper bag. And like it looks, dried? It looks like cat like food. Dr- dry. Like dehydrated? Dehydrated, like astronaut food. And they add a little bit of hot water. The mixture is perfect. Shake it up. Nobody knows a thing. Ugh. Giving away secrets here, but yeah. But the <laughs> beans are fresh, tomatoes, everything's all sliced there. But the rest of the meat is made there. I mean, it's not made there. Like none, none of the food that Taco Bell receives has blood on it. Put it that way. Right. Everything's all pre-made somewhere else, fresh in a bag, Just the, ready to cook. The way that they get that meat to be, it's pre- preserved in a bag forever until they add water. It's, it's oh, that's why you feel so sick when you eat there. <laughs> that's why you keep wanting more. Get more because there's something in it too that's yeah. like so unique about it or whatever addictive. 
Maybe. I don't know. I love Taco Bell. Yeah. I know that it's horrible for me, but it's delicious. I don't, I mean, I eat it like once a year, but. Yeah, I could take down seven bean burritos, no problem. I bet. And, then, and that actually made your asshole better? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah man. No it, more it, hemorrhoids? It comes out like water. Oh, yeah, they mix the water solution in there and it shoots it right back out. Smooth, man, like dairy ice cream. There you go. <laughs> like soft serve. Soft serve, baby. She basically can't be Italian on this diet. Right. Right. Everything she mentioned is Italian food, peppers, oils, tomatoes. Melapellas. My mom was always be, doing can, these. She can't come things. home. No. She, you can't be Italian in this. No. My mom was always doing this though, trying to figure out like she always felt like something was wrong with her and so she was trying to treat food to figure out what was affecting her and so she'd eliminate foods and then she'd add slowly add things back and something would get her sick inevitably. But I mean food is medicine, right? Can, yeah. Should be but uh, I heard also like if like when a cow like most of these cows that they kill now, you know, a lot of them know they're gonna get killed. It's not like a surprise. Like of those two they goats, they were surprised. Mm -hmm. So whatever feelings that that animal had when they killed it, you're gonna receive some of it too. Like if that pig, that cow was fucking crying his ass off, or sad, or depressed, or you know, some kind of chemical problems. That those problems that from that meat is gonna go in your body now, so that when you mm. see some people a little depressed after a burger, you know, or or you get sleepy after a nice pork sandwich, maybe that pig was sad before it happened. Oh well, I would definitely think they knew that they were getting slaughtered. I mean, I this is a really awful, sad story. I but I used to um, photograph for newspapers, and I did a story on the local animal shelter and. I wanted to stimulate pet adoptions, and I couldn't adopt an animal. My apartment didn't allow animals, but I went in there and um, photographed them as they put an animal down, and it was probably the, one of the worst things I've ever seen. And um, they know they all the dogs in the shelter. They all knew. They all knew what was happening, and that dog didn't. I don't know how much it knew, but it did not want to go into the room and put it in this room, and it did not come out alive. And Every animal in that place knew what had happened. They were all barking and crying and screaming. And then when it was over, nothing. Just like it was chilling. And it, and to this day, and then seeing that poor, like there was several animals that went in there. There was like a raccoon. And I just, I was crying. I was falling my head off too. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't do anything to stop it. It was going to happen whether I was there or not. So in my mind, I was like, all I can do is take pictures and hope that somebody this week will come and take one of these other animals that are in here home. And I don't know if it, if it stimulated anything. I hope it did. But yeah, it's fucked up. They, of course they know. Yeah. They should lie to the animals like they do when they kill a crazy person. We're going to Disneyland. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Runyon Canyon. We're going to yeah. go on a hike. Okay, we're going to secure your seatbelts. Put this helmet on. Right. Hold on. We're going to go for a ride. <laughs> and you're going to Burgerland. Burgerland? That sounds amazing. Yeah. Come on, go for what? Go for what? Go for what? Come on. You're going to Baconton. Oh, <laughs> sounds great. Love it. I love what Ralphie did um, because, you know, he is a meat eater and loves food, um, meat. And so he purchased a whole cow. And had it and and divided it with another person. So you have meat all year long from the same animal, which I feel like if you're going to eat meat, at least you know where it's sourced from and that it yes. had a good life and it was treated well and it was hopefully slaughtered in the best possible fashion. And actually when I do, I don't eat a lot of meat, but when I do eat, I'll only eat that meat and it's 
and it is much better. It tastes better. And, you know, when you eat ground beef, it's like a thousand different animals. You don't even know. It doesn't, it's not even one. Yeah. So that, that can't be good. The cow we ate told jokes before it died. That's right. <laughs> My fucking cow was happy as fuck, man. <laughs> that motherfucker died with chills. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He's getting a standing ovation. <laughs> Yeah, man. How was your car, man? You should see my car was happy to die, man. He was ready. She was saying, move, move. I said, nah, I'm not. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's a, so wow, a whole cow lasted a year? Uh, more sometimes. I mean, well, it's not even a whole cow. It's like half because you share it with another family. I mean, I'm not that big yeah. of a meat eater, so but my kids, like they, I feel like at their age especially, they need the protein but that's what I would tell my friends too like I, I, I don't tell, I tell my friends like oh you can't eat that it's bad for you but I tell them Man, wouldn't you like to eat the best steak in the whole wide world or that steak you're having right now that's what frozen ten, frozen for the last 10 days if you're gonna eat meat eat the best you right know, have a Kobe steak a real steak you know that was have... treated nicely they got yeah. that Kobe steak he got fed beer it, it was wasted when they yeah yeah yeah. Well, like, um, kosher meat is um, supposedly killed nice, nicer than... As I remember uh, my friend, you know, Danny Lobel, he keeps kosher, and he told me that story once, that he believes, like, if I'm going to eat a chicken, I want it to be a kosher chicken, because they, they slaughtered it in a nice way. So, I don't know. I don't think there's ever a nice way to kill anything. <laughs> yeah, don't buy no ghost and rose meat. That was right. <laughs> well, I guess the goat on rose meat, though, at least he was, like, happy you said, like, he didn't know. But not in front of a child, thank you. Yeah. The fucking pig took a 45 to the forehead. Jesus. That's insane. Caesar sounds good. This is so L.A. Right? I know. I'm like, purple How, how, how L.A. can you really be if you have... If you're doing autoimmune paleo. It's so douchey. I hate it. Like, I'm... <laughs> I have to eat like the people I've been making fun of for years. Like, then I'm like, yeah, gluten, really? You have Did a gluten? Did this just start? Like, you started getting um, sick? Or? The, actually, I've had the pain for like probably over a decade, and I kind of have just been walking it off. And then, like, I casually, I was at the doctor for something else, and I was like, by the way, like, my bones and my joints hurt really bad. Oh. And, okay. and I was like, is there. Is that oh, normal? I just want to hug you. So don't. It'll It'll hurt. hurt. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> don't touch me. So was, like, my, my boyfriend sometimes is like afraid to touch me at all. He's like, you're so sensitive. And I'm like, please touch me. Well, also, it's like if I weren't doing this because I had like researched it, like I'm like, I thought I'm I, I still think people were like, I do paleo. This is a lifestyle. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? This might work. It's Moroccan chicken cups. It's like baby Butter oh. lettuce cups with grilled chicken. We're oh, just struggling yeah. to find the anything on the, on the menu that she can eat. Like we're, we're, you know, I mean, it's hard to find stuff. What is paleo again, though? It's it's trying to eat like primitive man, kinda. So I mean, like you can't really do Wait, that in a restaurant. It's she hard. She explains it right here. Let yeah, me see let, let her tell you because she's better. So you have to put like a lot of meat in your mouth and like it's like yeah. yeah. So which is good for me. I've been doing that. That'll <laughs> be hard years. to find like somewhere. Um, yes. And ask somebody. I'm. Um, where do you find where do you find paleo at? <laughs> what? Uh, where do bitches eat at? Oh. <laughs> where do the biggest cunt in this city eat at? <laughs> where are that bitches? That's where I want to fucking eat. Where yeah. do people go in ten speeds to eat at? <laughs> ten speeds. Ride your bike up too. Yes. You know, it's funny because in this town though, you can find it, right? I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is you're into. You want to eat a grasshopper? There, I know the place. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Chocolate cover, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty. Whatever you want, you can find it, right? So I, that's why I love L.A. 
I do. I, 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 yeah, it's tough in other places, man, like Orlando, Florida. Right. Yeah. Or where did you say you're? Brownsville? You're going to go to Brownsville, Texas, man. You're not going to find paleo there. I mean, you can make it work, mm. but not it's in the restaurants. Tough. In Texas, too, like the portions, the, the big just portions. The food alone, just massive amounts of food. Like they have um, a grilled cheese over there with Texas toast. Oh, the thick toast. Yeah. Oh, Imagine so two of those grilled cheese and butter. Oh, mm. so good. You got to get over it. You're like, mmm. <laughs> There's a place in San Antonio called Rudy's Barbecue, and they have everything that's barbecue, but they have a thing called shrapnel. Okay, it's called shrapnel. And then, you know, when you cut the ribs and you cut the sausages and you cut the chicken, but you got the leftover meat that nobody wants, well, that one, they just mix it all up with barbecue sauce. So you get pieces of meat, chicken, and sausage in the same You bowl. miss that? Do you miss that? Now that, that was shrapnel, man. Is that something that you, like, now you're vegan. I mean, do you ever miss shrapnel? No, I mean, I, I, miss, I know what it tastes like, and I know it tastes good, but I don't miss it. Yeah. I miss eating fish because um, where I'm from in Mexico, there's a lot of, we live by, by the beach, and we used to eat raw ceviche. We used to eat shrimp a lot, and we used to get a bunch of shrimp and then cut them all up and then put them in a bowl with, like, 12 lemons and then let it soak for like overnight or five hours and then after that all that shrimp is cooked with the oat with the lemon it looks practically white like mm-hmm. and then you cut it all up put in a tostada with hot sauce oh, i love that is, it, is your wife vegan yes she was raised vegan so that makes it easier yes right otherwise yeah it'd be really hard I, it's i you know what? I ate at Veggie Girl the other day. You don't miss it. It's so good, that place. So. <laughs> oh, I've been good. missing cheese. I, I love cheese too much. Or go to this, pla- this other. Hard. You gotta go to this place called Doomies, and right there they make a vegan Big Mac. I've been my entire life avoiding cooking. I'm like, this is why I learned to suck a dick, is so that I wouldn't have to cook. Right, he should treat you to me. Yeah. Well, that's, you still have to cook if you suck then. dick, though. <laughs> I don't know what her problem is. You gotta do both great. You gotta cook and suck a yeah, good dick. If, if you still a good dick but you can't cook, this guy's gonna cheat on you with some ugly ass bitch that could make a good sandwich. <laughs> you left me with that ugly bitch. Bitch, have you seen her fucking ham on rye though? <laughs> That's why I think Roseanne Barr has something like this. Like, when you marry somebody, um, you, you gotta like make their mom's favorite food, but then you're at, you add your twist to it. You know what I mean? You gotta add something that his mom didn't put in. You know, you gotta take out all that bullshit that his mom fed this motherfucker, mm. and you replace it with your shit. That's how you keep your man. That's how you keep your man by like cooking for him and giving. You take him away all jobs. the like what Zambar said. You know, you make your man the meal that his mom used to make him, but you take out the kindness out of it that she <laughs> gave him. You take away that warmth that she gave him. And it's just a fucking pl- the same fucking meal. It's like when your when your your husband used to get in that meal with a hug from mommy, but since you're not giving him that, so you you gotta let him know, motherfucker. All your mom gave you was a hug. Right. Same fucking meal. The thing, you know, um, I looked at a couple pictures, and Kat mentioned that when you go to different places, you like to take your pants off. Yeah. Um. I'm just an idiot. There's not really like a good reason behind it. It just started because I, I did a festival in, like, North Carolina. And I went with a bunch of comics. We just found some river out in, like, podunk nowhere. And we're all like, let's go swimming. But I was in my clothes, so I took my pants off. And then I had them take a picture of me in front of this cow field. 
and I posted it on Instagram, and then I was like, I'm just going to do that everywhere I go, because that was like when I just started like traveling with comedy and stuff, and so I just like anytime I go to a new city, try to find a landmark and usually get stared at by weirdo. Like, oh, I mean, I'm calling people weirdos. I'm like, quit, <laughs> You're like look at these quit weirdos staring looking at me. Creeps. Does this person have a body at least? What do you mean? Off that ass? Does she look I good? I yeah, she is. she's cute. Okay. She's totally cute. So that's fine, man. It doesn't matter. Nah, if you have a nice body, man, and, and she wearing a thong though. Was she wearing underwear? a thong? No, just underwear. Oh, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. No, I know, I know. It's really not even that big of a deal. I mean, girls go out in shorts that are basically there. Me, I, I know nothing wrong with that, but um, there's a lot of perverts, you know, who are into that, and um. It's good. You're going to get a lot of likes. Right. That's the whole thing, right? You're going to get a lot of, um, man, which, you're going to get a lot of, um, you fucking whore, <laughs> you stupid whore, whatever. But then at the, at the bottom of that comment, you're going to get this. Yeah, man, you just be the woman you want to be. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's the guy you got to watch out for more. Really? Because that's the guy that really wants to get in your panties. The one that's in a bad way, nice. to the nicest way in there. Yeah, man, man, you just do. You, you be a strong, you independent go, girl. woman. You go, girl. Oh, see, that's you do your thing, baby. You're gonna be a pro. You, 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 you're a good girl. You're a good girl. Fuck what other haters say. <laughs> then you start liking that motherfucker. He's giving you props. That guy wants to fuck the shit out of you. But he's just, he's just nice well, in his way in there. But the other dude or whoever who's being all judgy he wants to fuck the shit out of you too. He just doesn't know how to go about getting he's it. He's angry, know that he he's wasn't angry. there when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking angry. Like, more angry. Who cares what anybody does, though? I mean, really, does it matter? Like, who cares? People will judge you on anything now. Right? Anything. You don't, it don't have to be. Uh, for example, I put a post, a photo of me. Wearing a Dodgers, a Los Angeles Dodgers Christmas sweater, holding a Dodger bat inside of the Dodger sports store. And that some lady emailed me, you know, you're promoting violence. What? what? You know, you're promoting violence with that. Wow. And I said, she has too so much time on her hands. Yes. However, I never even thought one time that. I'm promoting violence. Okay, the Dodger fans did beat up a Giants fans, but that wasn't even in my mind. Right. Like, and I emailed her saying, "What part was was violence? I mean, I'm inside of the store. I paid for the sweater after I took the photo. This bat was so was was for sale for fifty bucks. It's I didn't pay for the bat. American sport. It's Americana. Yes. Like you're promoting violence. That's crazy. <laughs> People are so crazy. <laughs> That's so crazy. I just posted a picture. Well, I didn't a, a picture of for my website that Kat actually suggested doing, which is the holding a video camera and ha- being wrapped in film. And it's a it's a sexy photo, but I mean I think it's empowering. Like you said a minute ago, it's like I'm for I am I'm, I'm I'm not gonna say my age. I'm <laughs> yeah. and I had two kids. And if I can pull that off, then fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And yeah. you know anybody who wants to be like, well, you just wanna advanced your comedy or whatever well yeah that if it helps then why not and if it hurts then fuck it i can't i can't control that all i can do is put stuff out and it's supposed to be funny and if you're not laughing then don't don't come back to my my site don't come to the show but more people i think get it than that one woman with the dodgers yeah you keep doing what you do girl put that film on your body (laughs) you put that you do that. Oh, oh he's so sweet. I'll be in the front row oh my of gosh. Show. Oh, you're so sweet. You're like a total fan. Oh my God. This guy will show yeah. up at the show in a front row wearing a makeup. Oh, you're the one. You're the, oh, 
you're such a supporter of mine. Thank you so much. That was so sweet of you. <laughs> you know what always throws me off? When a fan mentions something that you mentioned like 30 episodes ago, like like it was yesterday. Oh. And you're trying to figure out what, what the fuck what are you're you talking, talking about? about here. No, Felipe, you're hamster. Chucky. <laughs> Like no. I mentioned my, my I mentioned my my hamster once in a podcast. Then I'm I'm getting high with a podcast listener somewhere. Then I don't know where he goes. Like Chucky, right? And oh. like what? And then you're like you're kind of stalkery. This is weird. <laughs> this is weird, bro. Oh, you know too much about me. I don't know anything about you. Pass the joint. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, man. This <laughs> is weird. So <laughs> That's like somebody walking up to you. Who listen to you on my podcast, Lana, and going, oh, yeah, huh? that birthday party, there was a lot of people, huh? You got to have valet, huh? Felipe yeah. couldn't find, people couldn't find parking. Yeah, and you're like, and, and for you're what? Like, what? 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 Parking? I was inside the party. You're talking about shit outside the party. Right, right, right. No, it's, it, um, actually, your podcast is so cool because people did come <laughs> from your, like, who were fans of yours who were like, oh, now I'm a fan of yours, too, because of you. That's, cool. That's the power of Felipe. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's awesome. That's crazy because I feel like restaurants are where like I like feminism just goes out the window because I can't decide. I'm like, right. just tell me what to get. Right, and pay for it too, please. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I want I I'd split the bill, but you know I don't make it the same amount of money, so it's just not fair. <laughs> I'll pay for twenty percent of the bill. Right. That's why. <laughs> she's on a so date. She's, she's talking about a date. Yeah, going out to eat. Man, sometimes man, if you're a woman like that or a female comic. You gotta fucking pay half because that motherfucker's gonna expect the other half in sex. <laughs> right? So you gotta lay it. Sometimes on guys, you gotta lay it there, man. Or or somebody offers you a drink. No thanks. Because a lot of guys think, well, bitch, I bought you a drink. You can't fucking answer my fucking question. Right? <laughs> I bought you a drink. I own you. Yeah, That's yeah. That's the way I will feel. Well, you Back know what? Back in the day, not anymore. I'm mature. <laughs> so if you bought a woman a drink, you were like, have an expectation. Attached to it. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, okay, she buys a drink. Okay, next thing you know, she wants to have sex. <laughs> One definitely equals the other. At least I think, though, that if a guy buys you a drink and you allow him to, it's like a you're in a gentleman's agreement that you will talk to him for the duration of that drink. I think it's I think it's really shitty to be like, thank you, and then walk away. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And a lot of women do that. Yeah, why would why would somebody just walk up and buy you a drink and not have some expectation? And if you're accepting it, you're it's like an invitation. Yeah, I will yeah, talk I to would you totally during agree. this drink. I totally agree. And and I think on some level, if you're in a bar and you're you shouldn't expect somebody to buy you a drink either. You're there. You no, should, definitely not. Yeah, unless you're an alcoholic, then you're expected. That, yeah. If you're <laughs> a bar fly, you're gonna expect. It. Right. <laughs> I bartended for many many years, and really hot girls would always come in like just expecting it. It was a, it was obnoxious. And Always so, really surprised. Would, you, would you watch a lot of guys buy them drinks and then them? No, just, <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Not as no. I actually didn't see that that much. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm not. I've never really been like that. I don't know, personally. Yeah. But I if a guy bought me a drink and I accepted, it would be because I was interested in talking to him or you know whatever. I would not. I wouldn't think it was actually like now I owe you something. Other than outside yeah. of like getting to know you a little bit, but I wouldn't, I would not, I would not also expect him to buy me a drink to talk to me either. So I don't know. Yeah. That seems really bitchy. We're doing a podcast. We're doing a po- What's your like, name? You just. I'm Jazz. 
jazz? Yeah. Like J-A-Z-Z? Yeah, I like the music. And you just sat down here. Were, were you sitting? I'm sitting at the table right next to you. Oh my gosh. He's wasted. He That's sat hilarious. down with us. I'm, I'm out of it today. Did you, did you notice that we're not wearing pants? You're not wearing pants? We aren't. Why not? We're because we're doing a podcast interview and we're wondering if anybody would notice. Oh. And we're sh- yeah, Nobody noticed. Look. You're well, horrified. I mean, you're sitting on dark ass legs. <laughs> it's just funny that, that, okay, so he was walking past our table. He was trying to go to the booth next to us and he was probably so wasted he just accidentally sat in our, our booth with us. But the truth is, is we had taken our pants off probably 45 minutes earlier, sitting there eating paleo pants off because those are two things yeah. that, sh- that, that, you know, Jessica does. And then nobody gave a crap that our pants were off. Like, and no, nobody noticed. And we even stood up at the end and took photographs. And it, th- that's just awesome to me that nobody gives a shit. It was a crowded place. There was a lot of people in there. Nobody even looked up. When we stood up and we put our pants back on, nobody even looked at us. Right, Kat? I mean. No, nothing. No, it's just L.A. Yeah. <laughs> try, that, try that Tommy's a Rampart. <laughs> yeah. Might get raped. Try that at Tommy's a, a Rampart. Where's, right where's Tommy's? <laughs> First at Rampart, they sell nothing but chili burgers there. And Would they notice? Would sit. They wouldn't notice. They wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair. Woo! That's all. Masita. We definitely wouldn't have had to have bought our drinks then. Yeah, right. yeah. I would have said more cheese for you, Senorita. <laughs> Extra chili. So, if we're talking about eating animals, we might as talk about being animals, right? God. And you were saying that that you have you had a threesome with your boyfriend? Not with my boyfriend, no. Although I know for a fact that like he'd be super into it, you know. Have you had one with a previous boyfriend? Um, I've never had one with a boyfriend. To be fair, I've never really had like a threesome with a guy and a girl. I have had sex with two guys. At once? Yeah. It was like the Eiffel Tower, like one from the front, one from the back. But it was only like halfway lived because then like at some point, and it didn't occur to me at the time that maybe this, the guy who was Her boyfriend already knows about this? I don't know. I doubt it. Really? You don't, you don't think he knows? I don't think he knows. Would that be a deal breaker for you? Nah, man. I'd be, I'd be like, fuck. I would have been, uh-huh. I would have been kind of mad if she's been holding out on stuff that I wanted to do, but she already did that. Like, I mean, where do I get mine at? Wait, so wait, it's not a, necessarily about the fact that she did it; it's about the timing to which she would have told him. So it's more important to you that you know up front how crazy she's been sexually in her past than getting to know that like later on down the line. Yeah. Interesting. So it's not the act. She should, it's she the should, time. Like if she's a comic, she just, she really likes this guy. She would have said, "Listen, man. Besides being a paleo freak, I fucked two guys <laughs> Eiffel Tower style. Like they were fucking me from the bun in the back. Is that gonna bother you in the future or right now? Tell me right now, you know, I'm, I'm, before we go forward in this, because I don't want you to later on tell you in the future and now you're because I've been thinking. Right, she would let found her phone right now. I'll be thinking every time I'm having sex with her, I keep thinking this a guy come out in the closet and go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> is this the way? Because now, now we need to ask you. This the way you like it. This the way you like it. In your head, you know now. That's, that's not the way she likes it. She likes it. Um, what she say? Eiffel Tower style. I've never heard that expression. The Eiffel when Tower. When she said Eiffel Tower, I thought that oh, okay, it was just a one thing, one more. But the one. Eiffel Tower has like, uh, yeah, like four posts, right? And so if you're in the middle, and oh, okay, one in front, those two guys were holding hands. Well, one guy was behind her, and one guy oh. was getting a blowjob. A blowjob? That's an Eiffel Tower. I was, 
It's a blowjob. Yeah, I've heard that saying before. Yes. No, oh, because I know that's it's the it's middle part guys, of the BJ. A, the two guys are making the tower, and they, she's uh, in between them. I think this she is, got fucked Chapo yeah. style. I was thinking front and back, as in as in butthole pussy, not mouth pussy. But I don't but think I, it should be a big deal. Like, what if her boyfriend? I mean, yeah. What if her boyfriend had had an Eiffel Tower with another guy? And I mean, what girl's gonna get mad about that? Who cares? So you know, that's like the. Pr- but he's saying he's standard. saying he doesn't mind, but he would have liked to have known at the beginning of the relationship, not to find it out later on down the road. Like you're a year right. into the relationship, you're gonna and you find, find out on a podcast, right? Why, but why? Why? I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't you're gonna think, find out on a podcast. I, I don't think that you should disclose your so your, all your sexual history to your your past, your current partner. Who cares? It's in the past. I mean. Uh, but I mean, if you find out something like it depends on the time, I can see what Felipe's saying because like if enough time passes with somebody, that's a significant thing in your sexual history that you've you know you banged two dudes at once. So this is information that you don't need to tell them like at the first date. I guess, but, but I don't think it should be a big deal. Not necessarily a big deal because it's not a big deal to have a threesome with two girls. Like if a girl has a threesome and it's a girl and a guy. No one cares. Right. But if a girl has a threesome and it's two guys. Well, he might care. He might want to know. Would you want to know if it was, if a woman had been with two women? You want to know the score because then you know what she's into. If you're a year into the relationship or six months into whatever and you find that out, you're like, that's information I would have liked to have known earlier on. Yeah. That's what I think. I mean, I think as soon as you start having sex with somebody and you're in a relationship, your sexual history is a book that you should reveal right out the gate. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it should. I don't think your past should matter unless you're bringing like HIV with you yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, like, right. OK, OK. I don't know. I mean, I've I've talked to my partner about ex past sex stuff a little, but I feel like guys usually did, don't don't want to know. They don't ask a lot of questions. They don't ask. Yeah. Guys, so, because, so you don't you don't ask. You don't want to know. Ask. I don't want to know. Oh, so then you just said, but yeah. you just said you would have wanted to know. I would want to know if I, if I found out right now. Oh. oh, you don't want to hear it from some outside source yes. that your woman. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, that's different. Okay. So, but you could go your whole life without knowing that piece of information if she if you didn't hear it from an outside source. Yeah. So one day, twenty years down the road, your your whoever wife or what I don't want to put your wife yeah. into it, but leans in and says, "By the way, I got Eiffel Tower fifteen years ago by two dudes or whatever before I met I you." Say, I knew where you bitch, <laughs> right? Holding out on me. But the, the only Eiffel Tower last night was here. If he heard it right now, that's what it would affect it. Is that you heard it from somewhere else? See, I totally didn't get so that. So guys don't want to know, right? Like, nah. like you don't want to oh. know. You want you don't want to any- a guy. One is too many. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because a guy, like a, a guy, like if you tell a guy, like, oh man, like you're just laying down in bed and you go, how many guys you fucked, honey? And the guy's gonna go, like, um, how many you fucked, bitch? You know, like, how many you fucked? Then the guy goes, two? You fucked two, you fucking whore? <laughs> it doesn't matter how many guys. The guy just want to picture his woman fucking someone else already. It could be 12, 35, it could be one. It's gonna just bother him. And, and no guy, no guy. It's gonna tell me that I'm wrong, okay? Because it could be one guy, and then, because then now he's sticking his head. Is, is, this, is this fucking dick fatter than mine? Is it longer than mine? <laughs> those things are gonna be. Th- he's gonna be thinking well, about those when he's alone. But those are the things she's thinking about too. <laughs> yeah, women like, worry about that same yeah, thing too. But, but to a you- guy is crazy, man. Because a, a woman is not gonna go drive his car into a brick wall just because his guy fucked five chicks in a row. But a guy will. It'll affect him. Like, I don't know what is it about him. It won't affect me. 
because I'm a freak myself, but to a guy who's never, who's not a freak, you know, a guy who's just fucks missionary style, that something like that might really affect him. Like, oh, oh man, what am I going to fuck myself into here, man? I'm going to get a cold sore tomorrow. Uh, but I think that women, it bothers women if you if your guy has, has had partners in the past. But, like, we ask because we want information because we want to know that we're better than the comp. We want to know what our competition is, and guys just don't want to know at all. It would affect a woman if a woman tells the to him, well, was the sex better in her? Well, the sex wasn't that better, but after, we hugged a lot. <laughs> like, I really liked her. Yeah. We hugged a lot. Yeah. That'll stick in her brain. That'll fuck a girl's head up. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't cuddle with me, but you hug that bitch. It's true. Well, yeah. it was her, the way she made shrimp scampi, you know? <laughs> She Just made like it my with mom love. used to make. Yeah, she she didn't take out the love <laughs> and the hug that you do. Urgh. That's crazy. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I, if I'm gonna be with somebody, I want to know their sexual history. I mean, I would think so, and I would think that it would be important to share that with that other person. But I'm I'm such a novice at this. I don't really know what the code is on that stuff. So I don't know. Like a porn star, like would you date a porn star? I have no problem because you already know. Right? She fucked everybody. She fucks everybody. <laughs> yeah. She's done was, everything it was, it was and everybody. In front of the camera, you know, it was in front of the camera. You got to know, was, though, when she's with you, that you, that's that she's different. with you. Yeah. That's you. Like when you talked about the, was that guy's dick this or that? The fact is she's with your dick, and that's what she. That's the one she wants, right? Right. So that's yeah, kind of that's, that's some, such uh, a sweet way to put she it. Chose but, you. But some women don't, don't answer that. Don't answer that question right. Like, well. I like you because yours doesn't hurt. <laughs> See, a woman might say that by mistake oh. and it hurt the guy's feelings. Right, because you're with like, but you, I want to hurt you. With I... you, it's like tinsel. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I could walk, I could do my shorts after you. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, nothing like my last boyfriend, man. He used to let his friends fuck me. You know what I mean? This is totally a tangent that I didn't see coming off of Jessica Michelle. So funny. She talks a little bit more about threesomes. Let's do that and then we'll we'll wrap up. All right, cool. And then he can only have threesomes. Because also the idea of how do you proposition a woman to be in a threesome with you without being a creep? Thrinder. Thrinder. What is it? Alcohol and cocaine, man. Alcohol, cocaine, man. You get two girls to have sex with you. Really? Is that how it's done, Felipe? You tell us. You give us a lesson because I'm assuming you've had it's very simple, multiple man. threesomes, right? It, no, I never had a threesome. No? I was just assuming you might have because of... Well, if, I never had that. sex with the same girls in the same room. Like, we're both touch the three of us touching each other. It's never been like that. It's never been like that. It's always been like, I had sex with one girl, then she left, and then she, another girl showed up. And then that girl left, and then another girl showed up. Really, you had three back to back. Yeah, because I was I was dating a lot of girls at the same time before I was married, and I didn't. I was one of those guys that didn't know how to break up with a girl. Mm-hmm. Like if I meet a like if I meet a girl at, on a bus stop, her and I start dating, you know. <laughs> and knowing that I have a girlfriend already, and I don't know how this started, so I like this Ponzi scheme of just women, <laughs> and it all just fell apart one day. How did you, Ponzi scheme, well, I love it. What made you the like pyramid. decide to go straight the narrow and get married? The internet. <laughs> made the you decide? Internet. That was enough? Get, why? People started wising up and tagging me in places. <laughs> uh. 
and um, it, it can be a you know it was too hard now. I thought you were gonna be like, I just fell in love with her, and it's <laughs> <laughs> she's she is the one. She's awesome, but so you never had an actual threesome, but you know how to make one happen. Well, coke and I'm pretty sure if you have like if you're if you're like in a room already and one girl likes you and her friend is there and um, you're both making out, you're both in the same room. When one goes to the bathroom, you start making out with this one, right? And then the other one goes to the bathroom, and you make out with the other one. Then finally, when you get them both together, um, man, unless you know, unless, just a just a little look, you know, like a, like if you're both on cocaine, <laughs> it's like a little a little. <laughs> it's like your side lip moves like Jeff Dunham with no puppets, <laughs> a little cocaine stare, and you know it's on, man. But it has to be on, like. It seems like we have to ask Jessica because she actually. I mean, pretty much alcohol, man. I don't. I don't know if any people get any, wasted enough. I don't know if any threesome started sober that is not being filmed by a porno star. <laughs> That's a good They're, point. And most threesomes are not like in a the movie. They're fucking sloppy. I get approached for them. Uh, after shows, period, like it's happened periodically over the years, or somebody just uh, a couple. Yeah, we'll come up and ask, sort of subtly or not so subtle. And I'm, I just like laugh it off like it's a joke because I just have never wanted to get into somebody else's life like that. I get guys go slap my wife, like slap my wife's ass, like during the photo, grab her ass, bro. It's okay, grab her ass. Really? But That's I don't. Yeah. What, are they, what are they getting out of it? Why would a guy I don't know what are they? Get, what is she getting out of it? A strange man, mm-hmm. c- comedian, grabbing her ass. No, they want. They want to include you. What's the guy getting out of watching you grab his girl's ass? I don't know. I don't know. He that's gets weird. off by that. Oh, he grabs her ass. Hey. Any more paleo pants off shit, cat? I think that's it. Is that it? Can wrap it up. Yeah. You know <laughs> that. <laughs> well, on that awkward little note. <laughs> Get yourself some Coke and some alcohol and see what road it takes you down. It's definitely not paleo, but you might get your pants off, right? Yeah, man. Right. Especially, man, like if you're partying with two girls, they both like cocaine, and you give them a little bit at a time, man. You feed them like little hamsters, and then after, <laughs> then after when there's no more, they want that Coke, and then they're going through your pockets. That's when you tell them, listen, man, let's all have sex and do Coke for free. Nobody gets charged. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you up on this. I'm going to give it a go. You going to try that, cat? I'm going to try it, yeah. I've always wanted to have a threesome. I'll let you know how it goes. Yes. <laughs> but I can never have a threesome, man. I don't have a threesome body. I would have to have a meeting with those girls. Beforehand. <laughs> All right, ladies, one of you guys might not get a turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of pressure on a guy, right? Like two girls trying to keep it, both women happy? That'll suck, especially for me, man. Like, I'm, uh, of course, you know, I'll be done so fast. Then they're over there chick chatting by themselves. <laughs> I'm here with Mr. Softy over here. <laughs> but it's not just about the guy pleasing the two girls. The girls are also into think, one another, but, right? Is that right? But is that how? Maybe that's how guys think of it. It's I don't, responsibility. I, I see it like if um, we wouldn't have a threesome, man, it's gonna be on. Like the girl would have to turn into a lesbian for like at least an hour. To get you back into and, the and game? Get, no, she wants to get involved. Like, even if the girl's not a a, a, a gay woman, she would, she would have to suck that girl's pussy. Right. Her, her I think there's a responsibility in yeah, that, too. Yeah, she has to. For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah, it's not just up to the guy to please right. both women. It's everyone pleasing everyone. Yeah, and if somebody gets pregnant okay. there, one of the women gets pregnant, I think the other woman owes child support, too. <laughs> I think, I think it's to be a joint effort on child support. 
I will fight that in court. <laughs> I love it. Felipe, thank you so much. You're What's the up, best. fool? What's up, fool? You're the fucking best, Felipe. I love you so much. Anytime I get to hang out with you yeah. is the absolute best. And uh, thanks, guys, so much for listening to Perfect 10. Please subscribe to the Perfect 10 podcast, rate high, and come back and listen next week. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect 10. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.